What's up, people? This is your girl, Essence, and you're riding the wave of Wisdom in Red, where we are living life through the words and spirit of Christ, and definitely encouraging people to do so. Uh, if you haven't already, go over to growtheheckup.com. Go ahead and check out what's on their article menu over there. Uh, we provide a lot of information from politics and um, uh, financial information to the gospel uh, messages, all just a variety, a whole plethora of very useful, encouraging, and in-depth information. Um, so you want to head on over there. I wanted to briefly go over uh, a topic, kind of answering a question, hoping to bring some type of clarity uh, for some people who wonder why God created us. If he's all knowing in all of these things, why would he create people who he knew would sin in, in all of these other things? Um, why would he even do it knowing all the stuff that would happen in the world? Well, basically to answer that, I want to ask a question and I promise I'm going to, we're getting to the answer here. One of the things that I would like to know is how many of us, knowing that we would have defective children, knowing that we would have a defective product rather, I won't even say children yet. Just if we were, if we knew that we were going to create something defective, how many of us would go through with it? Excuse me. How many of us would actually follow through or after making the first thing, knowing that it was going to come out defective, why would we make more? Why would we allow more to be made? That's like putting a product on the production line. That's no good right? I mean, people do it all the time (laughs) and it goes to the dollar store or something, right? But instead we have a God who knew that he could not create, or it's not that he could not create. It's just that God is God. He is his own nature. And therefore to create anything outside of himself, which is why Jesus is an extension of himself, just being his very word, the very manifestation of God himself what the most high did, he knew he was creating something aside from himself. This is why Satan himself could fall and do what he did because he is not God. So if you're just not obedient, you're just not obedient because you yourself are not actually God. Therefore you are not holy and you are full of flaws and all kinds of other things. Right. So the Lord knew, well, I'm not making another one of myself. I'm not making a race of people of gods. I'm making a race of humans. I'm making a whole other Guinness of, of species. Uh, anything aside from himself is, is unholy unless the most high deems it and creates it, puts in it his holiness, which is what he's given us, his Holy Spirit to redeem us through Christ, his son, which is his own spirit, his own work, his own word, his own manifestation of himself. Hope I didn't lose you guys on that. So back to my original thing, how many of you would still produce something defective and then absolutely be proud of it and love it. 
It's because he had a plan to take what was defected and perfected. And in that, he wasn't dealing with robots. He wasn't dealing with uh, someone or, you know, some. he wasn't dealing with a situation that, uh, he, 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 what he did was create a filtering process. He allowed the imperfection to be there first so that by his glory, he could see, we could see his love and perfection because the imperfection was going to be there regardless, simply because we are not God. Just by default, we are doomed. We are, we fail because we are not his holiness. We are not the most high. We are not the word of God. We are not the spirit of God. Therefore, we were already defective. So it is by his grace that he has perfected us and shaped us from out of the world into his amazing righteousness, into his will but not as a robot, but as gently being led as a father or a mother leading their child out of a dark place into a place of light. And that is the glory of God. That is the grace and love of God. This is how we understand what love actually is compared to the evil that we have seen. Now, does it justify evil? No, it does not. It's just that being that we already by very nature are not God. We were already set up imperfectly as, as having the proclivity to sin against God and each other. So therefore God had already had this. Why he says he already had a plan before We were even created from the very beginning of us being made. He already knew before then that he had a plan to perfect us. Now, why doesn't everybody do that? Well, hold on now. Hold on. Because again, he is holy. And so in that, in the fact that he is holy, he does have the say so over what he has created. There is actually a verse about that. I need to find it. But he talks about how he can remove. It is because he is God, he can remove whom he chooses as the creator. But it is in God's righteousness, in his sovereignty, in his uh, uh, um, divine providence, in how he has decided things. An employee cannot tell a CEO how to run their company. (laughs) An employee cannot... Have, you know, have the, the, the final say-so on who gets hired or fired. Yeah, it's really messed up because then the person who gets fired, guess what? They don't have no, no income now or they, you know, whatever it may be, they're not going to make what they made. Their, their future that they had planned out is gone with that company. You know, their 401k, maybe, you know, that, you know, they, they, it takes a while for it to run, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? They lose the benefit. But who are we as the created to tell the creator what to do with his creation? And this is where the arrogance of man comes in. So yeah, you could have the questions and, and feel the, 
the negativity towards God all we want and have more, uh, feel more, uh, um, like the, the sovereignty of man exists over God because we see the conditions of man. But what about the condition of God and his goal to remove man from this depravity? Don't, don't think that man was ever perfect before the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Because even with the Holy Spirit, we are imperfect. However, God's Spirit himself is perfect. So we are perfect like our Father in heaven is perfect, as Jesus said. By his righteous standard, when we don't deserve to be called that. So I just wanted to just go over that really quickly. So basically we are, our mentalities, our perspectives have to be in the right place. You know, we ask the wrong questions. We say, Oh, why does God do this? No. Why does God do? Why doesn't God do that? Why doesn't he kill us? Why are we still here? Because we are not perfect like God without him. But that's the whole point was that you, you think that from the beginning we were already perfect, but it's the other way around. He's saying you're born imperfect and I perfect you out of my love for you. I take your hearts of stone and I turn them into hearts of flesh. I cultivate you. I place my seed in you. I help you to learn how to use each other to cultivate that seed, to water it along. And then I give the increase. So anyway, just a thought. So I thank you guys for checking out this episode. This is Wisdom in Red.